you're listening to the one two three show with me noreen Mir, on this monday afternoon so it is that time of the week uh where we turn to trash talk which is every monday uh just after half past two and this week on trash talk uh we have andy lee uh from the missing link polyfoam recycling scheme uh talking to marcy trent long about their efforts in uh recycling expanded polystyrene Hello, Trash Talk listeners. It's been about a year since we talked to Andy Lee from Missing Link Polyfoam Recycling Scheme on Trash Talk. So I thought it was about time to check in again and see what's happening with polystyrene Polystyrene, recycling in Hong Kong. More formally known as Type 6 of plastic, polystyrene is not recyclable through the government's regular recycling program. So like many waste items in Hong Kong, we have to work a bit harder to find collection centers for polystyrene. So welcome to the show, Andy. Yeah, And uh, I'm just going to let you start out with um, refreshing our memories about why it's so important and so complicated to recycle polystyrene. So it's very important because most people can see the disaster from uh, the sea trash, yeah, a lot of polystyrene or and many types of polyform or even plastic floating around the sea or in uh, along the coastline. So polystyrene is a very important items to get recycled. Yeah, so that's why uh, it made me an interest to see whether polyform is actually recyclable or not. But in fact, we have the technology and we have the end market to accept the polystyrene. And actually, why we call it polyform is not only included polystyrene, it also has polyethylene, polypropylene. Yeah, those plastic material can also expand it into polyform. Material and that's all type six. Uh, no, polystyrene yeah. is type six, but polyethylene is type four, and polypropylene is type five. And you take all three. Yeah, take all three. Yeah, but we rarely get polypropylene because um, not many electronic items will use uh, polypropylene. Okay. But uh, the foot net, you remember the foot net is EPE number four. Yeah, so number four and number six is our major items we accept. All right, and what would be, for consumers, et cetera, what would be common, you know, how would we recognize? Of course, we see styrofoam, right? We all know what that is. Styrofoam is just a trademark for the dog chemical, the company who create polystyrene. So they uh, make a name as uh, styrofoam. But in general, we call it expanded polystyrene. Okay. Yeah, EPS. Yeah. Okay, got it. <laughs> and so you've been running your facility for how long more and than, has it been going? Yeah, more than three and a half years now. Fabulous. And you've yeah. been growing, I hope? Uh, a bit of growing, but keeps steady because mm. uh, our workshop is too small and also uh, the budget or the machinery capacity is uh, has limitation. So we can't expand it like uh, a very big scale. Right. Yeah. So you do get some government funding. Yeah, we do. Yeah. And do you have any other funding besides government? Some, no, some government just funding? Just the ECF funding. Okay. That's it. Yeah. And, and we were just talking about the difference between that because, for instance, the electronic waste facility, which gets government funding, mm. um, that came out of uh, LegCo. So it's got 
a lot of government funding. Yeah. But for instance, yours just comes out of the EPD. Yeah, from the ECF one. ECF, which is yes. the uh, Environmental Conservation Fund. I think that's what oh, it's called. Yeah. yeah. Oh, environment and conservation right, fund. Right. Right. Yeah. So it just it just doesn't have the amount of money that um, maybe other programs have. It's what we spend and what we get the budget for. Uh, but we're not allowed to earn any profit from our project. I see. So sometimes we want to expand it from the revenues we sell the uh, compressed board, but at the end the profit we have to return to the government. Mm, okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. But you don't have that problem, or you do have that problem of having profit. We can't have profit, <laughs> so it's a problem to us. Yeah, because for any expansion, you need money. Yeah. Everything is. You need money. If I can have more money, I can employ more people, or I can rent a bigger place, buy more machine, or expand my collection scale from uh, other districts. But now I have so much limitation. <laughs> right. You do. You lose a lot of volunteers, right? To we need, but we don't have a lot of volunteer actually helping us. Yeah. So you need more. Obviously, we need more. <laughs> okay, great. Well, that's a call for Trash Talk listeners. Yeah, um, if I have more volunteer, we can expand our collection scale across different district. Yeah. So, what, where, right now, how are you getting your collections? Mostly, um, is delivered from the organization or the companies. They send it by their own trucks. So we don't have to pay for their transportation. So it's safe for some of our costs. But for our partnership collection points, we have subsidized the transportation costs okay. for them. So yeah, because they are just a citizen group or NGOs, it's no point for them to pay extra money to do extra work. So if we have project, we will subsidize them. But we don't subsidize the private company because they are allowed to earn money. They have a lot of money. So don't say they don't have budget for the logistic cost. Yeah, I <laughs> It's get only it. a few hundred dollars. So <laughs> can you maybe give some names of some of the collection spots that um, the average person could just, could, if they have polystyrene, could take it to? Um, the regular collection pond, like the recycling center in Wang Tai Xin, in Tokwa Wan, in Hong Kong, um, where else? Chun Wan and Kui Ching and Sa Tin. Those recycling centers are also getting funding from the ECF. So they have a regular uh, facility there. So people can take their polyforms or other types of plastic items to their centers. And also the citizen group like the Waste No More or some NGO like Chi Ji. And yeah, some of the community green stations, depending. And not the community green station. No, okay. none of them. Good to <laughs> none know. None of them. Good to know. <laughs> it's yeah, made me so unhappy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. But the so, NGOs, yeah, um, they try to do more, and they can spare some of space or their workforce to help us to collect the polyform and send them to us. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And then you, I think you got some good news um, over the last year about um, recyclers who can make their own 
EPS pellets now in Hong yes, Kong? Yes. So you have to break that down for us. Yeah, first, because this one is the new trend because uh, since 1st of January 2019, the Chinese government banned the waste plastic or untreated waste plastic into China. So that's why the Hong Kong recyclers, they have to move a big step forward to invest the palletizing machinery in Hong Kong. So if they collect plastic in Hong Kong, they have to do the separation and then melt it again and reform uh, palletizing items, yeah, the product. So after they make the pallet, they can export it to anywhere else, yeah, including China and South Asia. Yeah, but if they're not cheating anything, that will be, is it smuggling? Cool. <laughs> it yeah. would be illegal. Yeah, you illegal. Call it that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's will. Yeah. Right. So, but but the Chinese government set the standard very strict and high, and for each type of resin or pellet, it has to be the same color, same shape, and same size for the whole cargo container of the plastic. So yeah. Very interesting. And so how does that match with you? So after you recycle the polyfoam? We have to separate into different color. So we, we, I showed you before, grade A, yep, B, and C. Yep, I remember, C. yeah. So we keep that practice. Yeah. So grade A is the purest or the white color material. Grade B is a bit yellowish, but the outlook is still white color polystyrene. Uh, just like the vegetable boxes you will see in the wet market. And grade C is the colored polystyrene. So any mixed color one, yeah, they will dye it in black color right. for uniform it. Right. Yeah. Into same color, same shape. Yeah. Right. And then with that your are you actually making the palette? Well we can't because our workshop is too small. It's too small, exactly. Yeah. So now there are other people that are making the pellets, yeah. is that right? Above Three to four downstream recyclers are now making uh, pallets in Hong Kong. So you can send it to them? Yeah, I can send it to them. And one of our purposes is to set up or establish a new end market in Hong Kong. Because right. in the past, maybe only one or two recyclers do the palletizing. But now if there are more recyclers involved in this industry, yeah. so even for us, we have only have small quantity of the compressible, we can still send it out to the local recycler. That's right. But in the past, we have to accumulate into one or two cargo container size. Yeah, that's volume. And then we send it out. So that will occupy most of our workshop space. Right. Yeah. And so now, theoretically, if I'm someone that can think of something creative to do with recycled plastic pellets, yeah. uh, then you're looking for people who can who absorb can absorb that. that. That will lead to the green industry in Hong Kong, but shamely, the industry sector seems disappeared in Hong Kong now. So if yes, the government tried to push up the industry sector in Hong Kong, I think someone else will absorb the material. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's um, let's hope that 
Trash Talk listeners, then they could help in quite a variety of ways, it sounds like. One is that they can reach out to you to volunteer, potentially. Yeah. It would be at Missing Link. Yeah. Uh, if you search Missing Link, you see us or Polyform Recycling Scheme on, uh, on Facebook. Yeah. On Facebook. That's Facebook, the easiest yeah. way to reach out if you want to volunteer. You need, like, what's minimum amount of time? or We don't set a limit for them. If they just pop up in tune one for 30 minutes and say, ah, if any help we can do, yeah, just come up for 30 minutes, fine. <laughs> okay. And then during this time with the coronavirus, is it... Um, We're still open. You're still open yeah. and still accepting volunteers. Let's just yeah. wear a mask and, and use lots of hand sanitation. And then another way is, well, right now, I think with the coronavirus, a lot of the waste no malls are not occurring. Yeah, they can't open. But when they come back up again, um, they often take the polystyrene materials that would then go to missing links. So trash talkers can often go to those sites or they can go to the very far away sites in the new territories as well. Well, even in Kowloon, well, I mentioned the ECF collection center. In, yeah. As well in Kowloon. Yeah, in yeah, Hong Kong, Togawan, and Wang Tai Sin. And that can Sartin. all be found yeah. on your Facebook site. Yes. Right? Yeah. And then the third one is maybe if you have any ideas of using plastic pellets, we need some more upcyclers in yeah, Hong yeah. Kong. And that would be great too. So, well, Andy, thank you so much for coming yeah, in and updating for us. To me. <laughs> all right. Okay. You can find all the Trash Talk episodes on iTunes and the RTHK On The Go app. Thanks to our partners, Plastic Free Seas. If you like what you hear, I also host the Sustainable Asia podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube for a more in-depth look at sustainability issues here in Asia. Many thanks once again to Marcy Trent Long for this week's uh, Trash Talk. And she was speaking to Andy Lee of the Missing Link Polyfoam Recycling Scheme. And uh, she'll be back again next week with more Trash Talk. 11 minutes before the 3 o'clock news. And Steve James will be right here with you after that. This is Stereophonics on Radio 3 and the song is White Lies. So these days I'm losing out on you